Welcome to The Red Podcast, a place for bold, inspired, outrageously courageous, and just a tad bit naughty women leaders come together. I'm Elaine Kalila, and I'm the founder of the Priestess Presence Temple, a sisterhood of over 80,000 women. For the past 25 years, I've had the great pleasure and privilege of supporting, inspiring, catalyzing, and initiating women to remember who they are. The Red Podcast is a place where you can come to lean into your edges, listen for that which yearns to be expressed more fully through you, and to say yes to the places that probably scare you. More importantly, I'm going to be talking with some amazing women who are spiritual and grounded, and we're going to be chatting about what it takes for each one of us to step into the legacy of our purpose and fully bring it to the world that we're here to co-create. Your presence is a gift, so I say bring it. We're here to listen to your red, your leading edge, that place of evolution within you. Hope you enjoy the conversations. I am so excited today because I am bringing to you one of my favorite people. <laughs> In fact, she's my BFF. I've learned that term from her, BFF. BFF. Right. This is Melissa Seaman. Hello, love. Hi, love. <laughs> I have lured Melissa over to my house on the pretenses of a cup of tea. <laughs> And I am inviting her today to be part of the Red Podcast, wild, outrageous, ferociously tender, bold, gorgeous women talking about what it means to be on our evolutionary edge. Mm. So Melissa is many, many things. She is an earth mama. She is a woman of the earth and a woman of the skies. She brings this delicious combination together um, where I would say that she is rooted in the earth, but her branches reach high up into the cosmos. She's a channel of genius. You'll be hearing lots about that today. She actually runs a business called Channel Your Genius Academy, and she has an amazing um, quiz that's part of that called the Soul Gift Quiz. We're going to be talking all about that today. But the main reason that I wanted to bring Melissa in is because I know that you're germinating all kinds of new things. Mm-hmm. And at the Red Podcast, we're really fascinated with the places that are daring us to grow beyond where we have been. Mm-hmm. In other words, our evolutionary edges. Mm-hmm. And so I'd love to begin this gorgeous conversation by just asking you that question straight up. Melissa, my darling, what is your red <laughs> evolutionary edge? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. That's a powerful question. And, you know, for so many years now, uh, I've been focusing with um, business. You know, I'm a former attorney and a Stanford graduate and uh, did a lot of I've been doing a lot of business consulting and um, intuitive business work, helping Mm. intuitives learn to do business, helping business people learn to be intuitive, (laughs) and really leaning into that aspect, the um, anchoring everything to Mm -hmm. business. And that's safe. Like, that's super safe for me. It's really been safe. I'm a real good, I'm a real good business strategist, blah, blah, blah. Like really all is. the, ana- all mm-hmm. the ana- analytical stuff and the translating stuff and the words mm-hmm. and the marketing is like second nature to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And over the past, mm, I don't know, things, things bubble under the surface for a while, right? Mm-hmm. But what's really erupting now and has made itself known mm-hmm. is the, uh, that I am to focus more with 
the path of um, the rites of passage that that have us as channels of genius become genius incarnate, step into our full embodiment mm -hmm. of our unique genius, the way that it channels through us, full bore with our intuitive intelligence, totally on board, with our instinctual intelligence, fully activated and embodied, Oof. as well as our higher intellect intelligence and the Oof. way that we are... So sexy. It's so, you know, it all comes together Oof. there. No matter what arena we are leaders, um, we get to fully embody that genius that is ours to channel through. So it's rather strange and revolutionary and odd or whatever to consider that everyone's a channel. Okay, so I want to, I, I have to stop you for all Please. of our listeners for okay, a moment. It. No, no, just because I want to back up with you for a moment. So I want to tell you something, a little secret about Melissa, because she's not telling you this right now, which is that she's kind of, Melissa was kind of hiding out a little bit behind this whole business thing. Mm. Like she's, you know, she, <laughs> you know, it's easy. It was uh -huh. easy for her yeah. to be a, an intuitive business strategist, we yep. might say, right? Helping other people. But what Melissa really brings, and this is where I'm going to give you a little mirroring of your evolutionary edge, my okay, love. Okay, do right? it. Which is part of what I do on the show. What you <laughs> really bring is this incredible depth and gravitas mm. and truth-telling and no bullshit, honest authenticity about what it is to be magic to be shamanically linked to the earth, to work with earth magic, to work with our bodies, to work with our emotions, to work with our true human experience of being here. And you have this ability to be able to hold that within your presence. Mm. And one of the things I'm so excited about when I hear about Genius Incarnate and the book that you're about to write and mm -hmm. the board game that she's uh -huh. developing, we'll yep. talk about the one, is this 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 unveiling mm -hmm. of the truer aspect of who you are mm -hmm. and that feels to me like what's really here mm -hmm. so within that mm -hmm. what i want you to talk about is what is a genius okay what does it mean to be a genius so <laughs> we as people mm -hmm. are conduits of genius hell yeah we're vessels of genius we're birthers of genius. Woo. And no one person is the genius. You know? No I, one you, I person, hope you're all listening to this. No one person is yeah. the genius. It's like too often I hear people saying, oh, well, yeah, but that's that person. That person's so smart. That person's such a genius. And I, I'm more curious about how when we, each of us, are in our most open, ecstatic, mm. connected, emotionally available, mm. curious states, mm. brilliant stuff moves through us. Whether it's through words or movement or action, um, that's when the good stuff happens and it happens through us, you mm. know? And so... So I've learned that genius is that, if people want to talk about human potential, that, that potential is our genius. Mm -hmm. And it's our job to open the channel and continue to expand our capacity as energetic and physical beings to channel through more of that genius that wants to flood through us. Mm -hmm. 
and to take responsibility for what we create in the world with that genius because mm -hmm. it's not that we just become ragdoll <laughs> conduits you know we're not just straws for god to blow through <laughs> we're also Ooh. the instrument <laughs> yeah. for um we are the co-creators with yes. that genius Yes. Um, to, to use the genius that floods through us, that channels through us in our own unique way. And I liked the, the map for that is coming through, and that's the work, mm -hmm, you know, that's mm -hmm. coming through now. Is like to really understand well, what kind of genius is mine and what is the gift that I'm here to bring. That's like the soul gift quiz. Mm -hmm. What kind of things am I going to birth in the world then with that genius? And as I'm birthing things into the world with my genius... I'm going to be responsible for them. And I'm going to Oof. wield that power with integrity and with awareness mm. and injustice as best as I can. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what genius really is. Mm. Mm. I love it. I love it. So I have two questions for you on the mm -hmm. back of that. And one question is, is, you know, we're here gathering around a table of red women mm. from throughout history who have been have gone through extraordinary lengths to express their genius mm. against all the odds right. basically and what i'm curious about is for us as women who are listening to this podcast mm -hmm. and who are maybe feeling that place of like oh melissa i'm mm. not really a genius i mean who bulk at that word right, right? Mm -hmm. or i don't I don't consider myself to have any kind of genius. Mm -hmm. What would you What would you say to that woman, or or, or even the one who's mm -hmm. leaning in and saying, "Well, I, I might have a genius, but but is it really? What? Is it re what is it? I don't know, <laughs> right? Yeah, totally. I'm curious because I know that one of the big shadow mm -hmm. wounds that we have experienced as women mm -hmm. is being told that the way that we think, the way that we do yes. things, and the way that we're wired isn't valuable right. and doesn't have a place in the culture. So exactly. tell me whatever wants to come through well, there. Well, that's why we start with the soul gift. Right. You know, the right. soul gift quiz at soulgiftquiz.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I just made this little quiz. It takes like two minutes. It's got seven questions with pictures. But it identifies which of the five soul gift types you are. And the reason why I start there is because mm -hmm. that type of gift is coming through you 24-7 mm -hmm. since the day you were born. You give that gift in the world and you you can't not give it. I'm fully it, I'm fully chilled right now. You yeah, have to say the names of these these five. Okay, so so here's some examples. So mm. A messenger type. I'm a messenger type, so I'll start dun, there. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, if you have the messenger soul gift type, it means even as a child, you were trying to find the right words for things. You were probably standing <laughs> on the coffee table giving songs or poems or speeches, <laughs> trying to express your magnificent feelings and thoughts through words, you know? And, and as messengers, as we grow up, sometimes... We're shushed and told, "Oh, that's you know, that's silly," or "You're mm. so into, you're so, you're so imaginative." But we're not really paid attention to in the oracle mm. gift that we're actually trying to bring through. Um, so when you take the soul gift quiz and you find out, "Oh, I'm a messenger," mm -hmm. that's why. Mm. That's why it's so easy for me to communicate deeper things for people to find the right words. That's why I care so much about being heard. Or perhaps you are a transmitter, mm -hmm. a transmitter type. Whew, talk about not being recognized. A transmitter soul gift type 
is someone who enters this world and continues their whole life simply emanating a gorgeous healing energy. <laughs> like sprinkling the world with a gorgeous healing energy 24-7 every single day of their mm -hmm. lives. And unfortunately in this culture, we don't even have, uh -uh. we don't have a job for that. We sure we don't. We don't appreciate that. We certainly don't put that on the payroll. Mm -hmm. So a lot of transmitter types, and you know because transmitters are usually very sensitive, very empathic, quite magical. Um, and that's actually like my business goal is all for those people. Because it's hard <laughs> if you're a transmitter. It's like you have to find some excuse for people to pay you and understand what the heck you're bringing. That's right. Um, and that's a great example of one that has been, like you said, silenced and mm -hmm. devalued. But mm -hmm. if you think back to the days of the temples, right. those kids would have been identified soon after birth. Mm -hmm. Ah, this mm -hmm. is one of those emanating ones. Put and they would have the said, temple. they're a priestess or priest. They're Get them in there. Right. We have a word for it, by the way. Yes. And we can, we're going to make sure that they have what they need, that they're mm -hmm. fed, that they're kept mm -hmm. pure, that they're kept safe so that mm -hmm. they can. And they're trained how to use those gifts. Transmit this energetic yeah. gift that they have. And in today's world, yeah. it's a little more tricky. And frankly, that's why I had to build the Channel Your Genius Academy Business School is because I felt a karmic like duty to those transmitters to make sure they had a way of making money gotcha. getting their voices heard in the world so Bless, yeah. well in one sense i was hiding it. in another sense it was like i was checking that box that i knew i needed mm -hmm. to give that mm -hmm. to those folks mm -hmm. and and i still run that and love that actually and um and then we have our creator types the creators are the um the systems people mm -hmm. and you know them because even as kids <laughs> They're like, they think everyone should know what they know. Oh, mom, don't you get it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and they see the way things work, and somehow they really do know it all. People, oh, don't be such a know-it-all. Well, but they really do. Yeah. They intrinsically know things. It's as if they were a creator at the beginning of the world, mm. and they just have, like, the creation codes are in them. Mm. They remember. Mm. And so, mm. yeah, so you know, you know, mm. and... Creators sometimes are like, oh, don't share your critique because, you know, you're being too negative. Well, we really should be asking our creators to critique everything and help us evolve these damn systems because they yeah. bring through the new organizational principles that are going to save the day. So those are just three types. And then there's also the explorer types, which are souls that are just constantly pushing the edges with everything in life and it helping us expand. And the researchers who are very, like, usually inward kind of maybe nerdy because they notice everything they notice Ooh. and see and witness everything and unlike all the other types they see it objectively and so here's the five soul gift types you are one of these you probably also have a secondary one that backs you up and those things are gifts you are giving 24 7 that is your genius birthing itself in the world whether you notice it or not Right. So are you a genius? I don't call anybody a genius, mm. but I do mm. call us channels of genius. And at a certain point, when we are fully embodied and all of our intelligences are activated and we've done the work mm. to clear the way to really open mm -hmm. the channel to stand mm -hmm. fully and let our genius embody through us, that's when I would call someone, wow, that's genius incarnate. Yeah. Genius incarnate. It's in your genius becomes incarnated as you and through you. 
And you know these leaders, and I'm not saying they're perfect, but they have a mojo <laughs> and an alignment mm -hmm. that when they walk in the room, you're like, whoa. That's right. There's a presence, and it's fully embodied. And they would even tell, you know, Oprah would tell you, look, it's not just my personality is not what makes me Oprah. Mm -hmm. It is the genius that she allows to flow through her and to do her best to do good things in the world. And that's why I would look at Oprah and say, well, here's genius incarnate. This is one version of what genius incarnate looks like. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to weave back the thread, because now that we've explored what genius is, and you all know now that mm -hmm. you have a genius inside of you waiting mm -hmm. to be revealed, and that there's a way to reveal that, what I want to go back to is, okay, so your genius has been evolving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And part of what I believe is, is that we're, we are, as women, as women who step into positions of leadership, that we are not just remembering the power of the feminine, but we are actually evolving the power of the feminine. Mm -hmm. And we're bringing it back into the world in a way that we're being called mm -hmm. to change the outpicturing of what the world looks like. Mm -hmm. So I'm coming back to your evolutionary mm -hmm. edge. Mm -hmm. So for you to step in to mm -hmm. the power of what wants to come through you, what has been the biggest fear that you've had? Mm. What has been, yeah, what's there? Well, I'm a two on the Enneagram, which means I'm a caretaker and I really care whether people like me or not. Aww. You know what I mean? I really care. I want everybody to like me. And I, that has been my, you know, both my great gift because yeah. it anchors the deep, empathetic gift that I have that mm -hmm. allows me to see mm -hmm. people's purpose and soul and to reflect that to them as a business plan. <laughs> but, but it also um, has, mm. me, has me hesitate sometimes to fully mm -hmm. express. Mm. And, um, and as I'm writing the book about genius incarnate and I'm laying out, because that's actively mm -hmm. happening now, I'm writing mm -hmm. the book, and, and as part of that creating a board game, mm -hmm. um, I'm spilling the beans. Mm -hmm. And I have reached a point, thank you, menopause, where <laughs> I do give fewer Fs mm. about what people mm. think about me. I give so many fewer Fs, which is so lovely. <sighs> and that is the, but that I think is probably the biggest, mm. um, the biggest dragon that I dance with, you know, mm -hmm. is... Okay, uh, uh, and as a translator, there's some aspect of what will they think that's useful mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I want to translate for a certain people. I'm really, I am here to reach mm -hmm. out to um, professional creatives at a very high level. I'm working with people who are, who are not necessarily versed in New Age lingo, mm -hmm. and yet they're awakening strongly and innovative it, to such huge levels. Um, so yeah, there's a dance with that dragon for sure, for sure. And I think in in committing to quote unquote finally write the book, <laughs> that's probably the you know the big fear or dragon there. It's like oh, but will every will they make fun of me? You know, will they <laughs> will it get panned in reviews? <gasps> I'm a straight A Stanford student. I can't do that. You know, there's uh, like a panic around uh -huh. losing my Ooh. reputation, Ooh. losing my respect. Yeah. Um, uh -huh. Like that identity. The identification yeah. as a successful 
you know, serious to be taken seriously academic and like whatever you know definitely and it's fun because I feel good because even as I'm bringing it up I'm like yeah but whatever like I I do feel like there's a, a ripeness to some of these things mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. anyone who's getting pushed to their edge there's just a certain point where there's no nothing to do but jump you know, it's not, it's not like, well, maybe I'll stay here on the edge of the cliff. It's no, you're mm-hmm. not. The wind is really strong mm-hmm. and you're tired. You're just getting stuck right on any It's just time to go. Yeah. And so I've yeah. definitely reached there. You know, there's something in what you're saying, which I think is, you know, there's a rite of passage piece here that mm-hmm. you spoke about, yep. which is around menopause. And if you all didn't listen yet to Lisa Schrader's mm-hmm. offering, mm-hmm. we love her, our magnificent menopause, which was an earlier yes. episode, I, nice. I urge you to go back and listen to that. But what I think you're speaking to is a coming of age for mm-hmm. you personally. Mm-hmm. But I also think that there's something about the collective coming of age of the feminine where we stand at a point where mm. for us as women born into the 60s and 70s who are now in our 50s, mm-hmm. right, that we really um, have such a different opportunity than the women who came before us. Yes, yes. Than our mothers or our grandmothers. Absolutely. And that there's kind of this evolutionary collective edge I think yes. that we're being pushed to, which is that... If you have the privilege that we have Mm -hmm. at this point in time to be Mm -hmm. where we are, then we, for me, there is a place where it's like, you better get on and actually show up and bring everything you have to bring to the game of life. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm witnessing in you is that edge of like, if not now, when? When? Right. When are you going to do this? When when are you going to be grown up enough? (laughs) When are you going to be at the point where you have no enough? And you, Uh you know, it's like... And that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And I think for the women who are listening to this podcast, many of you like us are in your 50s or your late 40s, maybe into your 60s. And there's a certain arrival mm. that we're here to encourage each other with and to say, for yeah. goodness sakes, please bring it, would mm-hmm. you? Bring it. I'll tell you a secret here. About a year and a half ago, Melissa, <laughs> we tend to we tend to be soul mirrors for each other. Mm-hmm. She turned to me one day and she said, you know what, Kalila? I really just think it's time for you to peacock. Uh-huh. Do you remember telling me that? I want to see your peacock. I want, I want to, you to shake your tail feathers I want out. To shake, and, and I looked at her and I was kind of horrified. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, and I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And I, and like Melissa was speaking, like, what will people think of me, mm-hmm. right? I had all of my stuff come up because mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm a servant leader, right? That's how I see right. myself, right? I'm, I'm all about building a bit, building a, a platform for other people to stand on and to mm-hmm. shine. And mm-hmm. sure, I'm in the center of it, but I would never put out myself, you know. And what she was pointing to was this part of me mm-hmm. that I had been hiding because of my ego identifications of being liked and loved or what if I put myself out there and I get judged and shamed Mm -hmm. and you know all the things right and I realized how that internalized oppression Mm -hmm. was still living within me and so this is part of what I'm hearing you say because mm-hmm. your version of that was being a Stanford educated lawyer mm-hmm. my version of it was being like oh well I'm a <laughs> I'm a priestess. I'm a well I'm a priestess but I'm here to serve others I'm not here to have a uh-huh. good time mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> or to show off my big fancy peacock butt. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like to really show it, off feathers. Exactly. Exactly. But the thing is, is what I <laughs> is that we actually serve by showing up That's right. more fully in the unique, ridiculous, wonderfulness of each one of us, which is a unique thing. So the more the more essence of you yeah. that I get to be in the more I were able to receive and I'm empowered through that. Oh, that's so cool. Right? Yeah. And we so, get to show up and show off with our photos oh, you we do about, together. You know that word, show our, off, though? Come I on. I love show off. Oh, my gosh. I show love off. show off. And let's feel the shame around that for a second, yeah. darlings, because how many of you let's were ever be a told? Show off. <gasps> how many of you were told <laughs> as a young one, you're just showing off. Quit showing off. Oh, quit showing off. Oh. oh my God. Right. How many times were we told that? Totally. And I and I understand it when there's an unbridled id in the room. It's, sure. It's kind of obnoxious. Yeah. But when there is a fully embodied woman yes. in the room who is unabashedly prancing oh and God. showing it off. Isn't that the best thing we ever? We all celebrate. We're like, yes. Right? Totally. Like, from the yoni up where you're like, And that's yes! the peacock right there. That's the peacock, right. you know, that strut. Like, So why are we so freaking scared to do it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. that's why I'm doing this podcast. Is I know it. I, I, I'm, I, this is my coming out this party. Is edge. Yeah, it's my sure. edge to come yeah. out here and say, you know what? I'm done with y'all hiding yourselves. Mm-hmm. So, so I want to ask you is what, you know, so you're doing this book that you're going to put out there and mm-hmm. it's going to have all of your... Mm-hmm. deeper stories in mm-hmm. it right if yep. you're accidentally becoming psychic and these are all things you've spoken but mm-hmm. there's something about committing it to word oh yeah that's and very different your name on it as your primary oh, book oh yeah right? it's a thing it's a thing so what is it that is growing in you as a mm. result like how are you being changed through the process of daring mm. to do this Uh, I just, you know, I, I feel like I should say something dramatic, but it honestly just feels like, ugh. Yeah, that's right. It's a relief. Like a, a relief yeah. and a relaxation, like an arrival. Like, ugh, you know, when you get just, when you walk in the front door of your house and you put your purse and your keys down <laughs> and you walk into the kitchen and turn the kettle on. Mm. It feels like that. Like, oh, good. Here we are. Mm. Here we are. So that is how everyone else feels Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. they're around you in that place. Mm -hmm. When you allow that to be that level of authenticity, Mm -hmm. everyone else gets to relax down into theirs. That's beautiful. Right? That's your transmitter. Right. Right. That's your aspect that's the transmitter. Mm -hmm. And I I believe that it is when we settle into ourselves Mm -hmm. that we start to really bring our magic. And so there's something around that place I witness in you and Mm. I want to witness in all women Mm -hmm. of allowing yourself, really allowing yourself to be exactly who you are. Yeah. Okay, so before we stop, we have to ask this other question. A couple other questions for you. Okay. One is, you mentioned the book. Is there a title to the book yet? Just have a working title? The working title is Genius Incarnate. 
And there's going to be some kind of byline that explains what that is, you know? <laughs> the path of uh, intuitive yeah, of, awakening well, coming as down a and professional in. creative or something right. like that. Like it's, and, it, and it will be written for those folks who are... Mm-hmm. Who are opening as channels. But but what it's still it's still really all about this big rite of passage work, right? I mean, well, same thing. Right, you know, right. that we all go through these rites of passage right. all through life and they keep catching up with right. us. So that will be part of like the you know, it's like I've got this well, you've seen it, the map on my wall, you know, that just keeps building itself of mm-hmm. the pathway. And I think it's like beautiful it's, mind. It's really yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well this this really can help people that are walking through these initiations on their own or with support mm. to mm. get it that they're on a path this is a path mm-hmm. of opening the channel this mm-hmm. is and it is measurable and it is there is a, a a reason and a rhyme and a rhythm to it and um you know i think that's why i went to law school that's why even even though what i am is this deep like feminine channel you described um i th- i do think that we're also here to to create maps that we can use, you know, it's so fun. It's so it fun. Is. And I see you doing that all the time with your yeah. systems, like really mapping out and creating systems mm-hmm. for the things so that we're not, we're not only channeling energetically, but we're channeling into creations in the world. My favorite yeah, thing to do. so fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Final question. I ask this to everybody. What does R-E-D red stand for? What is R-E-D? Yeah. Like if you said, well, what does red stand oh, for? Oh, I see. What is red stand for? Okay, like R E D. So, mm. so like a revolutionary, evolutionary dame. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Are you a revolutionary, evolutionary dame? <laughs> now that brings a whole other energy to it, yeah, doesn't it? I love, I love, I love it. I love it. Yeah, what does it mean to be red? It means many, many things to all of you. Okay, my final question to you. What is something... (laughs) I love asking this question. This is like the third final question. I know it is. I know. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. So my third and final question Uh (laughs) for my sister who is keeping count (laughs) is... Cross-examination. What exactly... Okay, what is it that she wants me to ask you? She wants me to ask you, what is one thing that you're willing to share with us today that would be edgy for you to share? Oh, edgy for me to share. (sighs) Um, Valentine's Day was two days ago, and I made a valentine with crayons. And it was the first time in so long that I've drawn anything (laughs) or made art. And I had such a good time. And I thought, oh, there's an artist in me that I've been ignoring. And it was really cute. And it was so scary to make the valentine for my Waldorf principal boyfriend. Because (laughs) he's like an expert with crayons. He's he's got a degree in crayons. He's totally (laughs) teased me about the ridiculousness of my card. Of course he didn't. He was totally moved and touched. And it was a pop-up card of us sitting on, um, on like folding chairs next to the pond. It was so cute. Yeah, with my crayons. Come on. So that's somehow that's what's edgy to share right now. Is like just this vulnerable. Like my little girl misses making art with crayons, and I finally let her do it. God. 
can tell you we're both crying right now. It's ridiculous. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> you know, it is oh, what it is. Oh, it's the sweetest yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, and I want to just say that, you know, that that's the thing is we get to be all of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, little girl, big, big goddess, all the things. All the mean. things, thank God. And yeah. that's really what it means to stand fully in our femininity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get to be all of it. Thank mm-hmm. you, Melissa, yeah. darling. Oh, so you can find Melissa at Channel Your Genius, and you can also find it at soulgift.com. Soulgiftquiz.com. Oh, God, get it right. Soulgiftquiz.com. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you too can find out about what your genius is. Yeah, that's right. And until next time, darlings, blessed, blessed be. It's been an absolute ride today to be with you, darling. Thank you so much. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of The Red Podcast. It's been an honor to have you here with us. As Red Women, we are here leading from the edges of our own evolution, birthing new worlds into being through our bodies, our hearts, our minds, and our beautiful presence. If you would like to be in contact with me, I love hearing from you. You can find me on Instagram at elaine.kalila or over on my website, elainekalila.com. And lastly, I'd like to invite you, if you loved this episode, to go ahead and share this with someone that you think might enjoy it too. It's through us sharing our hearts with one another and inspiring one another that we reveal our red, that evolutionary edge that is just waiting to be fully expressed in all aspects of our world. Until next time, many, many blessings.